0: From the underworld to your world. This is Black Craft.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to Blackcraft News. This is your place for the freshest news in all things music, movies and TV, anime, gaming, social media. If it's goth shit and it's Blackcraft friendly, you'll find it right here and today as well as telling you that we are powered by our friends at Delta Extracts and American Musical Supply, you are probably here for a world-exclusive chat with the one and only irrepressible Avenged Sevenfold frontman, M. Shadows. That is coming up in a little while, and it is a very unique chat. I have to say, I am your host, Bees, and we usually talk music, and there is some really interesting music chat in there, Including a new artist that the band are really influenced by and super into. But there's chat about fashion and movies we get into it about Ari Aster and plenty of other things so stick around for that also American Musical Supply going to be telling you a little bit later on about how they can improve your home recording whether you are a podcaster, a DJ, a singer, a guitar player, a bass player, a drummer American Musical Supply have got you covered we're going to tell you about that later on but first Delta Extracts have always got you covered. They roll with Smoke Black Craft at all times, bringing you hemp-based gummies, cartridges, disposables and more at DeltaExtracts.com. That is Delta extra and there's 15% off your first order by using Black Craft News 15 at the checkout. That is Blackcraft News 15 at the checkout and deltaextracts.com is the place to go and check that out. Delta EXTRAX.com. So that is enough waffle from me. I've been bees, I will continue to be bees, and much more importantly than that. He is M. Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold. We kick this off talking all things fashion. Enjoy this chat and stick around for some more interesting Avenged Sevenfold things at the end of this show. I just wanted to talk to you first, Matt, about presenting an image. Because, like, when you are... Especially the front person of a band, but your band have such a distinct look for each era and each record. And Life Is But a Dream had a very distinct look and rollout. Like, how do you decide upon presenting a visual aesthetic?
0: You know, I think um, a lot of it is trying not to follow trends, and 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 also a little bit of it is watching how artists that you really respect have aged and what they do. And then a lot of it is how you feel. Right. So I would, I'll be honest and say, like, you know, as I got older and I got into my late thirties and I kind of looked back on what we did, it it felt very much like, um, what probably, you know, Motley Crue feels like when they look back on what they're doing now, Motley Crue has decided they're going to kind of stay and do what they're doing. And I think there's something to be said for like, And and I'm going to get back to the question, but like, there's a difference between what Axel looks like now and what he used to look like. And there's probably a lot of people in that audience that would rather have him come out with the bandana and hat and the long red hair and dance and stuff. But the guy's, you know, mid fifties and probably doesn't feel that's where he needs to be. Now there's a lot of people that probably respect where he's at and he's becoming more of like who he is at 50 some now, for me, I look back and I go like, I, I kind of cringe at some of the stuff we used to do, but I also, I don't, I, I'm not too hard on us because we were kids. and we Live the moment, man. 100%. And so after the stage and after we were going through COVID and stuff, I will be the first to admit, got a little bit out of shape. Um, Started not, you know, just golfing a lot, not taking care of myself as much. Didn't feel like the next era of Avenged, I really wanted to feel young i felt older already and and i thought things like the grills and and the crazy haircut and whatever i'm doing now there's no fucking way but as i as i got back in shape and i started getting active again and i started like playing a bunch of sports again and trying to get ready for tour and getting the record done and and fucking feeling good about the voice and feeling good about everything and and doing my, you know, my DMT thing and, and, and kind of going off the ledge there. I just had a completely different perspective and I felt revitalized and I felt re-energized. And so I naturally was like, no, I want my fucking gold teeth. I want to fucking cut my hair the way I want to cut it. I feel good. I feel fresh. I feel young. I feel like, and so to me, it's just about how you feel. And a lot of it starts with your mental state and your health. And so for me, when I'm thinking about eras, I'm just trying to be a a true reflection of myself. I'm not trying to be anything else or anything that I think I want to be. I just want to feel comfortable on stage and just want people to see the truest version of us at this point, which I think people can relate to.
1: Mm, I I agree with that. And it's something that happens to us like naturally as well, like as, as we progress. Like, I think that like there's a, there's a linear, like I'm going to call it, like a hot topic DNA that runs through all of us, right? We still like skulls. Like I'll wear Westlang, uh, your record, like the art, and Westlang, like did the tour merch as well. Like Warren Lotus does that sort of thing. Like there's a lot of like skulls and that kind of thing that still exists in the kind of shit we wear. So that that's still there, but it just kind of it's weird, isn't it? How it kind of takes it in different areas
0: yeah it's like what was old is new again in a lot of ways and and just like you just got to feel out your own vibe you know and i think people appreciate that when people are just unique and they do their own thing that's fucking that's fucking great right and and those are the kind of people you want to be around because you know they're confident with their thoughts and and they're confident with themselves and um and it's fun because they usually have different perspectives and you want to hear perspectives and have good conversations and a lot of it starts with how people present themselves in some ways it's same way that like the billionaire rolls in with the hoodie right and everyone else is in a a suit um and that's kind of been played out but at the same time there was a time when that was you know like there's just eras to things and and you get vibes from people based off of how they kind of present themselves
1: Mm. and and i wondered like when you're talking about like vibes and taste like is that like has that evolved in your other tastes like we talk about music a lot but something like movies last night I found myself watching Denzel Washington's The Tragedy of Macbeth right the spatial audio on the witches chanting and stuff is sick as fuck really really good but I would never have watched that shit like 10 years ago but like it's still the same sort of evil and horror, the shit that I like, just in a different manner. Have your, have your tastes changed throughout the years or in that manner? Or is that is that a you know is that individual to me?
0: I think they have changed a lot. I, 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 um, I am I am a self proclaimed movie snob. Like oh, really? I <laughs> I am, and it's not that I know a lot about film. It's that I like unique stories. I, I find I find myself really going towards the super heady um horror films. Things that things that are very unique in terms of the premise. And then there's like a and I'm okay with them going overboard at the ends because like the end of horror films, it's always got to be something supernatural or not. But there's always like the ending's always kind of like that. Uh yeah, like, eh, whatever. I agree, but yeah. But the 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 tension and the sort of build up to things, um, like something like I, Ari Aster films. I love Ari Aster. I love Boa's is Afraid. I love Midsummer. I love Eight Twenty Four films. I think they do a really good job of finding things. I love Barbarian. I love all these like sort of like movies that like, and I like. Um, yeah, I just like I'm just a snooty fucking movie guy. I can't go watch a fucking like I can't go and do see a Marvel film. I can't go see any of these like high action like um, like blockbuster films. I just can't do it. And You're not
1: coming to see the Expendables with me now.
0: Well, that thi- that's funny because I will because I grew up watching Stallone and Arnold, so I will watch that and I know what it's g- like. So to me. Something like that is like watching old school WWF, right?
1: Got it. Yeah. Watching like an an old Michael Jordan compilation.
0: Hundred percent. So like, like one thing I do all the time is I'll sit. Like I don't, I don't watch a lot of wrestling now, but I do know Jericho's doing some cool stuff because my parents tell me. But, um, (laughs) yeah, but I am constantly watching old NWO clips. Like when, like the the trip I'm on right now is when, when when the rock interrupted Hogan after he came back to WWF and, and and he rock bottoms Hogan. And then, and then Kevin Nash and Scott Hall come out and beat him up and they put him in the ambulance and they, so like, that's like my trip right now like i'm like dude it was so good like so i'm not like
1: (laughs) and after sorry matt after all that they cheered him at wrestlemania 18. he put the rock in an ambulance and like smashed the man and then he came out and we were like i am a real american because
0: he he can't be he because hogan's so cool he can't be bad enough it's like this bad guy (laughs) is the best so like i guess i guess i just have my own little quirks but for movies I, like, I will watch something like The Expendables. I will go see that. So I guess I get it. And also one thing I'll say is like, I'm also a sucker for comedies. Like all of Adam Sandler's movies have horrible ratings and I love Adam Sandler. Yeah, like I, I so. think he is, I love fucking every Adam Sandler movie. I love oh, like- I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I love, oh dude, I love I just watching that guy's face. Like to me, I love him. And like, even like, I love Will Ferrell movies when he's not trying to be like mainstream. There's a couple things yeah. I don't like that he's done, but I love when he's like these guys. I mean, so comedies. I'm not a snob. Yeah. Horror movies. I'm a snob, and I find myself when I'm on when I'm going on iTunes or or Netflix. I'm always looking for like the the best rated horror movies, and I just watch them all. Yeah. Um. So have you been yeah. to the
1: theater to catch Talk to Me yet? Speaking of A24 horrors, have you caught it yet? No talk to me oh man it's like it's their one of their biggest movies they've ever done it's been smashing it at the box office for the last month and it is so good dude
0: that's awesome well like i did off, take my go ahead go
1: ahead after the first weekend they already commissioned a prequel and a sequel because it, it it's like the purge right you know when you hear that idea you go oh there's so much you can do with that yeah. torture is one of those
0: i'm gonna I'll, I'll go see that i did drag my wife to go see is afraid and there was literally it's playing in one theater an hour away and so i get <laughs> I, I make her get in the car i don't tell her it's 3 hours long Although tell it's her, about
1: to be the least cheery movie of the of oh the yeah year.
0: oh it, i loved it and that, and that was what inspired us to do the ending of life is but a dream and the ending of that movie we everyone just sat in the theaters it was so uncomfortable and i was like this is amazing i feel so fucking weird right now um and also you know like i just think that things like that they're outside the box and they're crazy ideas. And I'm like, I'm glad that exists. So I like it.
1: Well, on that, on that motif, can I ask you about hundred gecks? Cause that record is so fucking good. And you are very into that sound. And what is it about it? Because like, I, I like the, I like the fact that it's, it always feels catchy. Like no matter how fucked up it sounds, like every second of that record feels catchy.
0: Yeah, well, the the reason that 100 Gex is going to do better than, um, and they're bigger than a sound, is because they write incredible songs. Um, it's incredibly catchy. It's, it's earworm worthy, at all of it. You know, it just digs in. But then they're doing all these really incredible things with, you know, sound effects to me like sound effects would be the easiest way to 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 word it but they're crunching things they're using tons of cool auto tune they're doing tons of cool <clears throat> um things to all the music and they're making it incredibly um interesting while being incredible songs and i think there's something compelling about them the two of them i think there's something incredible about their aesthetic and i think that um one thing that i really appreciate appreciate about them is that i grew up with the internet halfway right the internet was invented or it was at least became something that i could use kind of halfway through my life and but i've stayed very engaged with the internet and now i have younger kids and the sounds of video games the sounds of the idea of if you could put sound to memes um the idea of if you could encompass the whole internet as a whole, I think the I think the 100 Gex does an incredible job of making that a really listenable audio, and I I love the idea that the songs are short, they're to the point, they're incredibly catchy, they're incredibly in, innovative, and they they inspire people like me and Brian. Right? We we listen to that, and I love being influenced by people that are younger than us. I don't, I'm not sure a lot of older bands do that or, or admit to it mm. but when something new comes along that that that's that fresh i i'm not jealous i'm not trying to put them down i want to fucking elevate them and i want to um i want to um, learn from them and i want to see wh- what they're thinking
1: mate and it's a fascinating time for this shit because little yachty just made a record that sounds like fucking pink floyd's Like, I wasn't too keen on, full disclosure, I wasn't too keen on what Little Uzi did with Chop Suey. But, like, the song with Bring Me The Horizon that was all tones was super cool. And, like, it feels like Turnstile were doing Camp Flognor. Like, it does feel like, for the first time since, I'd argue since you lot on My Chemical Romance, it does feel like guitars are starting to have a place in the mainstream, even hyperpop. Like I listen to the guitars on Hyper and I think it sounds more punk than some of the bands that call themselves punk, you know
0: hundred percent because they're because a lot of punk and a lot of rock has gone towards this shimmery, clean thing, and hundred Gecks took all the guitars and blew them out, and yeah, your 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 speakers feel like they're gonna explode. the drums are fucking crunched. the drums are highly compressed and d- put distortion on them. See, they've the radios they've gone the exact opposite direction, which is a big reason why something like even life is but a dream has this weird adverse reaction from rock people because there's a bunch of blown out organic stuff happening where it's not going the direction that they are used to hearing now. And so it always takes someone to turn it on its head. Right. And it takes, it takes people just to use their ear instead of use their sort of idea of what something should be. It's use your ear and go, do I like this? And what can we do with this instead of, well, what's everyone else doing? And is that acceptable? And when I send it to Bob Ludwig to master it, is he going to question why the, the speaker sound like they're going to explode? No, you're going to direct him to make it crazier, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Direct him to, this is a part that should sound like there's chaos. Like,
1: blow it up. Imagine, imagine turning to David Lynch and going, hey, we want an actual ending.
0: Yeah, no, 100%, <laughs> right? No chance. Yeah.
1: And it's fine. That's how we like it,
0: a hundred percent. And so, and that's going to take time for people to. And that's why things like hundred Gex, they might not get there. They're due for a while. Yeah, and maybe they will. But people will realize they they're pushing some people some boundaries, and I like that.
1: Yeah, like I just wanted to ask one final question, which is kind of like a old bands are trying a new thing with Power Trip, like. Two colossal bands playing together, and that's a that's a night, right? That, would would that interest you with bands of your era potentially? Could you see Avenged and Slipknot, or Avenged and I don't know, maybe maybe bring me like someone like of your of your Mike M? There's one, yeah, like someone someone of that. Could you could you see that for bands of your era? Um.
0: I feel like um sometimes I I try as hard as we can not to date ourselves. And I feel like that sort of happens, you know, these guys most of these bands are 60, 70 years old. Yeah. That are playing that besides Tool. Yeah. Um, but and Tool's like the oddball there, right? And yeah, really odd. <laughs> and I think you see this big resurgence of emo and like Warped tour bands are getting big again. And that's always gonna happen, right? The generations bands. They go through this lull. I think even Iron Maiden had a huge time when they weren't popular. Yeah. And then now they're bigger than ever. Um. So maybe at some point in time, but I am so focused on the future and just carving our own path. And I don't want to get lumped in. It's so easy to get lumped in with anything. Yeah. You know, the bands you tour with. And that's why, you know, for us, we have some big surprises coming up with who we're taking out coming up. Um, And then taking people out like Kim Dracula, even falling in reverse. We're trying to really look at the fucking the pool of bands outside of our own pool and though the fans may not like that and they they don't want to be stretched like that i think that it's important for us to feel like we're moving forward and driving our own train and we're fucking in control and so okay. um we just do everything we can to protect that and to not fall back into easy ticket sales or easy money or whatever it is if that was the case we would only release black t-shirts we would be touring with all the bands we toured on Warped tour with and we would be writing waking the fallen part two next year but this is not us
1: oh mate honestly i could jump out of the screen like the girl in the ring and hug you after that <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best place to end it matt thanks for your time man yeah thanks a lot man i appreciate you god damn we hope you enjoyed that chat shout out m shadows and avenge sevenfold check out the band's all conquering new album life is but a dream now go and check them out on tour we're going to be seeing them in a couple of weeks time at louder than life i know they're playing aftershock there's a lot more tour dates from all things avenged keep up to date with that online and of course we are black craft news i promised you some event sevenfold news didn't i Sorry, I've got to tell you first about American Musical Supply. American Musical Supply are our friends. And if you are a home recorder of any kind, if you're a podcaster like us, if you are a DJ, if you are a musician, be that a singer, a drummer or a guitar player, we have got you covered. Speaking of got you covered, there is no credit check from our friends at AmericanMusical.com. Go to AmericanMusical.com and not only can you apply the promo code SMOKE, at checkout for twenty dollars off of a purchase of a hundred dollars or more. There's also a killer. I mean, I don't know if you're a Soundgarden fan, you should be. If you are not, just saying. Kim Taihl's signature guitar, a Guild S100, is now available. Guild S100 Palara, Kim Taihl's signature guitar, black with gig bag available at AmericanMusical.com. And if you don't got good credit, we still got you covered. Forty nine dollars with no. No credit check, six month payment plan starting at $99 with no credit check, and there's plenty more at Americanmusical.com. I'm going to go and see to so that text message that you definitely just heard dinging in the background, but first, oh yeah, you enjoyed them Shadows, subscribe. Zackie Vengeance coming on the show next week make sure you subscribe this is Blackcraft News I've been Bees you've been great go to blackcraftcult.com to go and order the Living the Dream t-shirt we were joined by Vic from Pierce the Veil vale last week it was an awesome time go and hear that chat and learn about swaddling amongst much more and support Living the Dream Foundation Bobby Blackcraft supports every year we've raised over a hundred grand for Living the Dream blackcraftcult.com is the place to go and check that out thank you to our friends at delta extracts and american musical supply we are black craft and smoke black craft we'll see you on friday for your guide to what's new in theaters what new albums are out what new songs are out what new games are out what new anime is out if it's out this week we'll be telling you about it on black craft news on friday subscribe to hear from zaki vengeance next week and we'll be back on friday bye